Hello, everyone. It's Monday. I'm George Watkins, and it's time to start our week in the goodness of the Lord. Well, every time we hear from our Father, it is something for our benefit because He loves us. Now, the Bible, the scriptures, teach that there is times of chastening. I didn't like chastening. That means that I was going to be disciplined for something I did. And <laughs> who wants to be who wants to be judged with a uh, a discipline because you broke the rules or you rebelled or you did something you know you shouldn't have done. And mom and dad make it impressing, very impressing. Do not do that again. Now, that's what the scriptures talk about, the disciplines of the Lord or the chastenings of the Lord. And the, the Bible also says, Paul's teaching, that if God didn't love us, he wouldn't care. He would let us go to our own ways because he wasn't concerned. Now, if you have a have a young child and you let them do what they want, they will, according to Solomon's um, uh, writings in the Proverbs, that child will bring their mother to shame. That's because they have no discipline at home and some corrective measures. So how does God correct us? How does God change our direction? Oh, I know you, some of you already know. He breaks our legs, crashes our car, and gives us sickness so that we go to the hospital. <laughs> oh, I don't, I've heard that so often. And yet, it's part of the blindness that comes upon our eyes through false or uh, ignorance, false teaching ignorance. Uh, the world around us just speaks about God in that particular, uh, you know, arena, particular style. God's out to get you. He's going to break your leg. He's going to chasten you with, you know, torments and, <laughs> and problems. Yet on the other hand, God so loved the world that he gave Jesus. So here we have a loving father who gave his very son that has that uh, Santa Claus book. You know, the ones that have been good and the ones that have been bad. And boy, they're going to check you off the list. If you've been bad, you don't get you don't get a gift. You get coal in your bag. Like um, from the story of little Timmy, you know, in the Christmas Carol. That's not the God we serve. Now, the God we serve, does he ever correct our direction by a... Uh, a shift in circumstances? Yeah, sure he does. Do we have difficulties because we haven't listened? Yes, that happens. But most of the time, if we don't understand, we blame it on God. We say, God did this. No, he was warning. He was coercing. He was lovingly nudging. He was even trying to stop you. But you kept pushing forward until... You know, the collision happened, whatever went on. Look at Balaam in the Old Testament. 
Now they call him a false prophet, but he was he was a prophet. He could say things, and those things would come to pass. That was in the spiritual world that was not God's world. He was called a false prophet. So they hired him to curse Israel. Israel was moving through the valley, two and a half million of them. That's quite a scary group of people. And uh, so the kings hired him to come in and curse him. Well, he started to, and God said, don't do it. Balaam kept going forward, and God said, don't do it. Don't do this. And he kept insisting that he was going to fulfill that desire of the kings. And that's when the donkey shoved his leg into the side of the wall and crunched it. And he cursed the donkey and the donkey turned and talked to him and said, Hey, <laughs> don't you see that angel standing in front of you with a sword? God's been speaking to you. Why are you persecuting me? That's paraphrase, Watkins paraphrasing. So we're talking about prophecy today. And uh, why? what's the purpose of prophecy? Prophecy has a lot of wonderful aspects to it. Now, this is not meant to be a, a total expose of prophecy and the purpose and you know, the scriptural details. I just want to stir your minds and hearts. A prophet is one number, one, number one, the simple gift of prophecy or, or spirit of prophecy is the foretelling, forthtelling. Preaching the gospel is prophesying the word of God, speaking the word out. Jesus loves you. Come to Christ. Jesus loves you. Be healed. God the Father sent Jesus to die on the cross for you. Come back to the Father. That's the prophetic voice from the preacher. Then there's the office of a prophet who sees as God sees, who hears as God hears, and sets the course of situations through the prophetic utterance. We've had some well-known prophets in the last several decades. Through my whole life, there's been someone that's been prophesying. But <clears throat> Kim Clement was no doubt one of our strongest voices in the last 30, 40 years. Now, he's stepped through the veil a few years ago, but his prophecies are still on YouTube. And his prophecies continued into our, into our season of life. It's just very interesting to see how detailed they are. Now there's other prophets. We have a collection of prophets that, that are on the Victory Channel, the Kenneth Copeland uh, Victory Channel, and they're on regularly, speaking of the future. Um, Kent Christmas on YouTube is a powerful prophet. Uh, Robin Bullock is a powerful prophet, uh, speaking thing. Johnny Enlow, they're all, they're all people that have been touched by the power of that gift of prophecy. Several, several uh, women that uh, are powerful prophetesses that speak the word of God that you and I are familiar with. Now, Cindy Jacobs, and I'm missing some of the other uh, names that I should be speaking of, but they're there. They're there and they speak into the body of Christ so we can see the direction God's going and the future. Now, there's regions, territories. There's global prophets. I, I would say, I would say that um, Dutch Sheets 
is a uh, is a, a a national and global prophet. Cindy Jacobs is a global prophet, speaking of things around the world and so forth. That's happening in the body of Christ, rather. Now, why I'm saying the purpose I'm saying that is that we, as we identify the prophet, then we need to understand that there's the simple gift of prophecy that you and I, as believers, that you know we're the ones that are slugging it out in the body of Christ, doing the work of Christ, is for edification, encouragement, and comfort. That prophecy is when I say when I say to you have a good day. Now I'm prophesying to you. It sounds like a slogan that everybody is using, but when you say it in the spirit of faith, because you love that person, you are conveying a prophetic word over them. And if they'll take a hold of that, that prophetic word will come alive in their faith and they will believe for a good day. So that that's some of the just a scattering thought pattern of the purpose of prophecy. I am referred to as a prophet in some areas, not a prophet to everyone. You know, it's interesting that Paul was not an apostle to everyone. He was not accepted by much of the church for a long time because, because of his revelations were really out on the edge. I mean, he, he was breaking the rules and because he was late to the game. And so the other dis, uh, apostles, disciples, apostles had already taken over the rulership. Well, that's why they, uh, that's why he wrote the book of Romans and sent it to Rome so that he could show them his, his uh, ministry and his revelation. And, it, and they accepted it as uh, they accepted him as a prophet. I have, uh, I have, I come and go out of places that I have prophesied into their church and house and and ministries and congregations for years, and when I go in, I speak what God gives me. Sometimes laying out a track ahead, sometimes revealing a a, 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 a something for the moment or other times just ministering to the people that, that are there for their personal journey. That's that prof, prophetic gift that I walk in. Now, what's the purpose of it? Someone said, prophecy is like the conductor on a train, you know, that where people, you know, a passenger train. And the conductor isn't needed to, to tell you when to get off unless you're asleep. And if you're sleeping on the train and don't know when to get off your destination, he'll come along and give you a kick or a punch <laughs> or a shake. Wake up. This is your, this is your spot. Prophet, prophets and prophecies, especially personal prophecy in the church service where we come, you know, someone comes and we say, thus saith the Lord, is often a wake up call hey god's got this for you wake up pay attention to it do something about it or it is it is a confirmation this is what god's been telling you from a childhood and this is why you act the way you do and this is what god has for you in your life wake up to it that's really some of the most repetitive things we do as prophets is wake the body of christ up 
it's a wonderful thing to understand prophecy and accept it. Much of the church doesn't do that. Now, when I'm talking to the church, I'm talking about the body of Christ around the world and all the flavors and stripes. But I tell you, God gave us Ephesians 4.11, gave us five gifts to the church for the edifying of the body of Christ, and one of them is the prophet. So let's prophesy one to another in the simple gifts, you know, the encouragement and the edification and the comfort. When we prophesy over someone the good word of God, even a scripture, when we speak it to them, it's a, it's a prophetic word from the Holy Spirit into that person you're speaking to. And you have fulfilled that prophetic destiny that God gave you. Amen. Oh, I love it. I love the world of the Spirit and the kingdom of God. Well, this is Monday. Thanks for stopping by. Don't forget to subscribe to uh, our <clears throat> YouTube and like us on Facebook. We're on Rumble. And we've got a little spot on Instagram. We've got a podcast. It's all down there in the bottom. You can look at it. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for your prayers, your encouragement. Thank you for your, your friendship notes you send me once in a while, saying something good, encouraging. I really appreciate it. Those that pray for us and those that have given gifts and continue to give gifts, we receive them in Jesus' name. All the instructions are below. I appreciate that also. Well, tomorrow's Tuesday. We'll see you then. Until then, speak a prophetic word to someone you love and watch the difference in their response to you and their response to God. God bless. <laughs>